Check Angel on the track. Welcome to Blame It on the Bogey. Uh, this has been in the works for a little while, so I'm excited to have uh, the four, the three of you in the room finally together to talk about this. The, uh, the, the whole concept is that there are four of us, three guys, one girl, uh, and our, whole, our, our aim is to put the ball in the hole. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we have decided that we're going to lock in our handicaps here, and then the, the whole concept is that whoever takes the most strokes off their handicap between the 15th of February and the 14th of August is the winner. Throughout that period, we're also going to be working on our our long driving. So, again, bombs, bombs hitting bombs. The first, the first, we're going to do that uh, on Tuesday, the sixteenth is going to be the first, and then we're going to revisit that again at the uh, at the UC Golf Simulator High Performance Golf Center uh, at the end of at the end of the bet around the thirteenth, twelfth of August, and whoever's gained the most distance on their long bombs. Uh, we'll win that. So I guess what we'll do first is just introduce the group. My name's Liam. My handicap is currently 19.8. And I'm the best golfer in the room right now. <laughs> Not the best basketballer. <laughs> uh, I'm Bindi. My handicap is 28.6. Very juicy start for me. It's a joke. Uh, <laughs> It's an outrage. It's a bandit. It's probably a bit low considering how bad your swing is. <laughs> uh, my name's Erin. My handicap is 23.9 because I'm the only one in here who plays competitions. Oh, okay. 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 Interesting, interesting comment. My name's Dan. My handicap's 26.9. I think if you look it up, I've actually played more competitions than Erin. So, oh, take that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that the... I guess the one rule we have is that we do need to play in a competition around a week. There's already some some tension around how many competitions we're all playing. So as long as we're getting one, that is that's fine. Uh, you know, some of us will have some life stuff that gets in the way, so you just need to make up you missed one with two the next week. I think that's that's fair, right? I think that's fair. Yep. One of us also needs to sort out their membership to a golf club. I feel like Yuani would be a great choice yeah. of golf club to yeah. join, considering that's where or just three get, of us are members. Yeah. Or just get a driver. <laughs> Maybe if you buy a driver, that'll help your handicap come down. Right. That's why I've not been playing with one. It's my secret weapon. Yeah, the old buy a driver mid comp. So the I guess there's two two competitions going at once. So the winner of the handicap. Uh, Handicap competition will receive a voucher from our unofficial sponsor, Drummond Golf. Uh, that voucher will be for $450. Sorry, $600. Quick math. Quick math. So each... That was my bad. Someone else will probably figure out the long drive winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so each, each player will put up $150 towards that voucher. Uh, and if we can convince Drummond by the end of the six months to match... That 150 from each player, great. So be it. If I not, mean, if, if not, you still get a, a $600 voucher. That'd be, still quite. Would that juicy. be 1,200 in total, mate. <laughs> that would be 1,200 in total. Uh, 
So I guess what I'd like to do is just kind of ask you guys, you know, if you get that $600 voucher, what's, what's your purchase? Ooh, that's tough. I think that I need something other than a pitching and sand wedge. Oh, some extra wedges. Yeah. Maybe just even one. Just one tad to the bag. <laughs> I don't want to make the bag too heavy with the nine clubs that I already have. Yep. Any any sour cream to go with those wedges? or Probably a bit of uh, sweet chilli. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chili sauce, yeah. mm-hmm. What about you, Dan? Just some new water balls, mate? Uh, yeah, look. <clears throat> oh, I mean, I'm the guy that buys everything. I've fitted out my whole bag with nearly everything I need. So I'll probably just buy another set of iron. So I'm not hitting it well. I can just change on the day. <laughs> I feel that we need, can we revisit that? Because I feel like when I got clubs and got fitted by our good friend, Doug. From Drum and Golf. From Drum and Golf Fishwick. Um, I believe that Dan picked on me for getting fitted for said clubs. Can't support mm. this. This did happen. Before then going and getting fitted by Doug again from Drum and Golf. Yeah, yeah. explain yourself. Um, yeah, oh, I'm happy to explain myself. Hip I'm six oh, foot crying. seven. I need to get fitted for clubs. <laughs> You're a normal-sized human. Buy something off the rack. I mean, I'm. I guess I don't. I mean, I'm six foot. <laughs> I can't just get walk in and get some ladies' clubs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You also swing at a velocity that is significantly faster than the average woman walking walking into a, a golf store to buy a set of pink clubs. Because apparently that's all they have for women is, is pink clubs. That's very and, true. And purple. And yeah, purple. sorry, purple yeah, as well. That's very true. I actually was listening to a podcast yesterday. So my background is volleyball. I played indoor volleyball for 17 years. Humble and brag. Pardon? Humble brag. I was yeah. quite good at it. <laughs> I was okay. I dabbled. Um, but I was listening to a podcast yesterday where um, they were talking to an S&C coach whose background was volleyball mm-hmm. and he was – saying how volleyball and golf are actually quite similar, being that they're both a a torsion sport and you have to get your power from, like, your hinges and Mm -hmm. and so on. So it was actually quite interesting. I was like, huh. Mm. So that is why I will win. Well, you can hit bombs. Yeah. So if you get the power from hinges, how can you hit the ball at all, given most of your hinges don't work? (laughs) (laughs) So it's more that they're artificial, I think. (laughs) Because I think that's a good place to start. I think we should go around. First of all, you give us an assessment of your own game, what you're good at, what you're what you bad at, and then we can give you our honest mm. feedback. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Sounds good. Wow. Hi, Dan. Okay. You that's your idea. You start. Okay. Uh, what am I good at? Self- <laughs> <laughs> like self-pep talk? Yeah. 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 Well, look, to be honest, Dan, you know, you're one of the – the best people to play with because you're always good for a three-hole, like, meltdown. <laughs> yeah, I guess... I, I, was trying to, I was trying to start on my strengths. Yep. Uh, Your strength is an ability to be able to have the best round anyone's ever seen and then back it up with the worst round anyone's ever seen. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, I guess some background for that. I'd never shot under 100. Um Came out one day. And to be honest, I'd never really gotten that close to 100. I was shooting 105s <laughs> pretty regularly. Came out uh, the next day, shot a 93. So that um, took in, in competition. Yeah. In competition. So for, for everyone listening, that he, he racked up 50 Stableford points. Yeah, I think I was off 32 at the time. So I had 34 strokes uh, because of the slope rating on the, on the course. Yeah, ended up with 50 points. 
drop my handicap, which I think is a bit harsh. But um, <laughs> so then I thought Shot 150 I'll, the next day. I, yeah, I thought I was in the zone, so I thought you know let's go, let's go out, let's play again. This is going to be great. Uh, went out the next day, and I you know got off to a reasonable start. You know, just had 14 something stable for points on the on the front nine, and then bought home with a I think it was three on the back nine. Yep, it was. <laughs> It was impressive, um, but yeah, I guess, could, I guess could have my, been two. Uh, my golfing strength is probably that I can hit the ball with irons a reasonably long way. I yeah. guess you do have a nice iron game. Yeah, like I love my five irons pretty pretty handy sometimes. My weaknesses is the previously mentioned complete utter meltdowns <laughs> over three or four holes. Um, another great example, you know, as a twenty six handicap, whatever it is, I was I had forty going into the. A back nine uh, on the last hole, so forty. You know, everything. You know, three, four. It was a par four. You know, get a double bogey, finish with a forty-six. I got an eight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my mental game is probably certainly Weak. my weakest. Weak. What about your tempo, mate? Great tempo. Yeah. I've got yeah, just really smooth. Um, mm. Nice fluidity in yeah. the swing. Yeah, nice. So how about you, Liam? Give us a rundown of your game, and then we'll tell you what we think. Uh, I mean. No, limited, limited to free strings. Yeah, I mean, none of it's good. Uh, at, I guess recently I've been able to get my driver under control. So traditionally, uh, like most most golfers, and particularly golfers who come from a, a rugby background because we basically spend our whole lives trying to stiffen our bodies up, particularly um, your upper back. Um, so like most guys who come from a sport like that, I, I tend to slice the ball re- like... Like, real bad. Like, 90 degrees to the right bad. <laughs> um, but I've, I've managed to start getting that under control. So instead of having 150 metres to the right, it's now, you know, somewhere between 20 and 40 metres to the right. So I can kind of control it. Uh, I, like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty happy with my chipping and my putting at the moment. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, like, I've been able to, to save... You know, like, and, and pressure putting, like, so, you know, step up to the green and you've got to sink this for a, an eight for a point, knock it in. But if it's a birdie putt, I'll three putt that. <laughs> yeah, love that. So I I think, a chance for a birdie? Like <laughs> yeah. Four putt, Peter. So I think my comment on Liam is, like, he should be better. Mm. I think we can all agree yeah. with yeah, that. No, like, yeah, I feel like yeah. that's fair. Like, he'll, Liam will do stuff, like, he'll crush it. He'll look like... Tiger Woods for a hole to 50 meters, yeah, and then there's a hundred percent chance he's going to try and do a lob shot from 50 meters. He's going to decelerate his swing and it's going to go eight meters. Yeah, loves a good duff chip. Yeah, yeah. he's going to do that three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but he's definitely the the most talented golfer out of us at the moment, 100%. which I think is going to work against him. Um, well, I mean, he's, he's he's got a nine shot lead on me so far, so. Yeah, yeah but it's like gonna you're, be, battle. you're not really in the contest, though. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like Lily could be good for the longest drive. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because if I mean your your drive goes too high, seventy thousand meters. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Up, yeah, for, so if everyone listening, turn off with the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I hit a very high ball. So my according to my Arcos Caddy app. My average driving distance is about 235. Um, I would say my carry distance is 235. Yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah. goes up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Lots right. of backspin. 
Moving on to you, James. Uh, we'll, we'll, edit, we'll edit out the big gap while he tries to think of his strength. But um, what do you got for us, James? <laughs> at the moment, my big strength is playing golf. Injured. I'm getting pretty good at that. <laughs> Tiger Woods level playing yeah. golf injured. Carrying a lot of mountain biking injuries at the mm-hmm. moment, but having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've got too many strengths on the course. Well, I think it's like you're I'm, a 65-year-old lady. I think hitting those like, hybrids is your strength. Yeah, I would say you hit a decent hybrid. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we, you know, once you get some new flags, uh, new new clubs with a women's flex, they'll probably help you out a little bit. You're unhappy with the twenty dollar <laughs> Cougar Silver Cats. <laughs> Do you know when your new clubs are coming? No. Nah. Uh, so the one length. What's the eight? Jimbo's decided that he wants to just hit bombs. emulate Bryson DeChambeau. So he's invested in... Some new rad speed one length? Yeah, a half set, though. Yeah. Talk to talk to the people go about... Go half swing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> talk to the people about your, your half bag. So, well, you obviously don't have a driver at the moment. Play with a, a three-wood, a hybrid, four-iron, six-iron, eight-iron... Pitching wedge, sand wedge, lob wedge. You just like those even numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. You no also need. carry it on your back, so there's no yeah. point having there's, 14 clubs. There's no need for it. extra irons. Mm. Okay. I, like, just wait. As if I can control the distance that well. Your your swing is impressive to me because, as Dan mentioned, it's it's a half swing. Yeah, it's very Matt Fryer-esque. Yeah. It's like you don't even get the club above your shoulder height yeah. and you still manage to get the ball, like muscle the ball down. You know, when you were playing with the driver, there was a couple where you hit it two fifty with your, yeah, your bunk half swing. The uh yeah, bone disease in my collarbone's not not grave my back swing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. What <laughs> bone disease? <laughs> Self inflicted? Yeah. Yeah. Lack of rehab. Mm-hmm. What a time. Yeah. What do you got, Dan? Anything? No, I agree with you. I think it Jimbo, when I started playing golf with him, uh popped his shoulder out basically every day. We were playing golf, so that's how I think he's developed the half swing, and he's just stuck with it. Mm. Um, I don't think he realised he had the half swing until I reminded him about it. Until like two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. (laughs) To which I replied, why the fuck has no one told me about this earlier? (laughs) I don't know if this is kid-friendly. I don't know what's happening right now, but... Keep the language down. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, come on, mate. Um, But also, Jimbo also just never plays golf. He hasn't played in a competition for about nine years. I played in one this year so far. That's it. That, I mean, that has a little bit to do with... The membership? Yeah. yeah. Mm. He doesn't belong anywhere. He hasn't no. sorted his life He has out. no house. Mm. No yeah. All right. Moving on to Aaron. To mm. finish off the uh, three three guys. Now we've got the one girl. So I feel like my strength and my weakness is that when I hit my drive and hit it well, I can hit it quite a long distance. Yeah. I'd back that up. However... When I hit it and I don't hit it well, I hit it a long distance to not the fairway. <laughs> yep. So full yeah. tilt, full time. Yeah. You know, you just commit to the shot. Yeah, I just. It could be in someone's backyard, or it could be right down the middle of the fairway. There mm-hmm. was a time when we played at Gungahlin Lakes. So I actually hit it probably 150 meters over the houses on the tenth <laughs> on the tenth hole. I think if you play there, people know it. I could have killed someone, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. We'll never know. We'll never know. Right, so if you're you in that suburb, I apologise. <laughs> I wasn't aiming there. You hit it far enough to get over the houses, which is yeah. clever. Yeah, yeah, so true. Sensible. Hopefully he's listening. And what do you think about your putting? 
<laughs> a bit of like a leading question there. Strength. I mean, I feel like we were talking about strength. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think anyone's putting that yeah. great. Um, no, I part. think recently um, my putting has improved. Not last Thursday. <laughs> I was averaging a three putt, which is obviously one of the worst criminal offences you can do on a golf course, but I do not play well at a new course. I struggle to get used to greens. That's fair. Yep. Um, but I feel like if I played at Yuan in every golf competition, at the moment there I'm averaging a two putt. I feel like that's a good point because like we, we often, not often, but every now and then we will play a competition at another course. Like... So if you're a professional golfer and you, you're playing at a course for the first time, you're there for like 10 days beforehand playing around every day, mm. trying to get used to it. So I, don't, I, like, I think it's ridiculous for an amateur golfer, someone with a, a handicap somewhere in the vicinity of ours, to expect to be able to two-putt a green if they've never played that course before. And we never practice putting, ever. No. <laughs> ever. We don't even give it the... You know, you'll see the, the golfers doing the token warm-up on the putting green. Not us. Yeah, we, we, you will not yeah. find us there. That will not be. Yeah, Walk up to the first up. tee, top yeah. it, yeah. and then we're off. Exactly right. We show up, <laughs> we swipe our cards in the, in the thing, and then we, we pull the driver. Yeah. Which is funny because the first and the tenth hole, which is what you predominantly start on at Iwani, are the worst holes to tee off from because if you don't get a good connection, you're in the creek. <laughs> or the trace. Yeah, uh, well, I mean... <laughs> So the other, the, I played with Dan two weeks ago on a, in a Friday comp and we teed off at quarter, quarter to 7 a.m. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no warm-up swing. I, I basically <laughs> rolled straight in from the car park, spoke to Dave in the pro shop. Shot mate, Dave. Go, mate. Uh, pulled the driver out and, you know, for a, a right-handed golfer, Behind you is a nice little shrub, like a, a, a hedge. Um, well maintained. Yeah. I hit the ball off the <laughs> off the heel of the club 90 degrees into the hedge and then just walked to the second hole. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to what happened here. There wouldn't have been anyone bar Dave around. Yeah. You just left the ball and No, nah, like, I just was like, you know what? It's not my day. Walk to the second hole. How am I going to wipe that hole? Yep. That's yeah. that, and that's the beauty of Stableford. Yeah. You get you get upset, you get frustrated, you just walk to the next hole. So I guess the next thing worth uh, well we can we can talk about the uh the long drive competition that we that would that we're going to do as well. So the winner of that competition will get a $200 Drummond voucher, which hopefully Drummond will Drummond We'll, uh, so that'll be 450 overall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yep, 450. So, I guess what's what's everyone's strategy here to improve that driver distance? Noting too that it needs to be relatively straight, it needs to hit. Yes, yeah, so on the golf simulator, you can set a, a width for, okay. your, for your 50 fairway. meter width. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you feel like if you feel that dialed in, good girth, you can do that. So, maybe we set it at. You know, maybe it's 80 metres. Not mad about that. <laughs> I feel like that's a relatively wide fairway. Yep. Uh, and look, to be honest, if you're hooking it or slicing it, it's not going to go very far anyway. So so I guess what's what's everyone's strategy? What 
what are the things that you think you need to tweak about your swing to get you more distance? See, I like this question because another, this is a no rules. That's right. Competition. So you can, we can spend as much money. We can do whatever it is. I might tie a Tiger Woods to wear a lamb mask and he'll just hit my drive for me. Again, no rules. Exactly. That can happen. That. So <laughs> with regards to the driving, <laughs> with regards to the driving, I, other than getting lessons from Dave. Shout out Dave. Shout out Dave. Um, I've actually employed Jan Leg. Oh, shout out Jan Leg. Jan Leg. So, um, S strength and conditioning coach. Um, Legendary S strength Legendary. and conditioning. Big time. Conditioning. Big time. Pre- previously with the Australian women's breaking news right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Previously, I mean, so s- some of us in the room knew about this, but yeah. So I, uh, I've actually employed her to d- give me a. a sh- Strength and conditioning program. Golf this fitness. is this is big time. This is big time. <laughs> Professional trainers. I can't wait till in a week when you've quit it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is the thing. What what people need to understand is that like I'm here to beat you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, yet the main competition here is Aaron v Jacko. <laughs> okay. Liam and I are just first in ourselves. These two on okay, the other well, side well, of the table this going toe to toe. That's where I'm at. So yeah, I've, I've, I'll be doing a yeah three day a week strength. Oh, is that right? Good. Love that. Will you be doing three three a week? Okay. You're going to mark those down for all of a Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously we have um, our Instagram account. Yep. So yep. if you want me to be one of those... Yeah, Snapchat story some, workouts. Put some workout vids up. Okay. okay. Like, is that yeah. a rule whenever we're training, doing anything golf related? It's got to be it's got to be Instagram story? I just feel like we should. I just think we should. I just feel like, we, why not? Yeah. It's six months. Pit, pitch and putt going on the gram. Range right. on the gram. Yep. And, and look, you, you know, someone might put a story up and you're within a five minute drive of their session. Maybe you go and try and sabotage it. Ooh. Wow. Provide okay. some distractions. Right. Yeah. Jingle your keys around, talk in the backswing. Regarding distractions. Pour, pour some flour on their, <laughs> on their coffee <laughs> pre-round. <laughs> Those are distractions. They're not that difficult. We can just... I have a great whistle. <laughs> so, I mean, yep. maybe, maybe, maybe Liam's teeing off. Yeah. And a I whistle goes off. Yeah. 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 I mean, ho- hopefully <clears throat> there's not a bird four, four holes over that flies past and puts him off. No. Mm. What about you, Jimbo? Are you going to like try and backswing all the way? Is probably, that probably not. To be honest, progression. Nah, just more follow through. I think that's what will fix me. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm probably the opposite. Like I'm, I'm that guy that changes his swing every two rounds. Yep. <laughs> so I might try and just find something one. and stick with it for the whole time. Um, and that yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm, I'm not going to commit to a three times a week workout program because I'm not going to do that. Okay. There's no way in the world. So is yep. this going to be the next Rick Shields video that comes out? That's what you're going to stick with? Oh, I've stopped watching educational oh, videos on off, YouTube. Off the YouTube is. I'm aware that I change my swing every time I watch one. Um, well, like I think it's really hard, right? So obviously your swing is unique to you and there are some basic... You know, like, it's like anything. It's like a jump shot. It's like playing a cricket shot. There are some fundamental things that you need to do in order to hit the ball relatively straight. But like, you know, everything I read about fixing a slice, one thing contradicts the other thing. Mm. So I try one thing, it doesn't work. Try something else, it doesn't work. Then I try something that I, you know, that I've just come up with in my head and it kind of works. And then I go to a, you know, I go talk to someone else and they're like, nah, that's never going to work. You're never going to be consistent that way. So 
the, the YouTube stuff is a slippery slope. Yeah, it's it's no good. I no, it's no good. What about you, Liam? Because I feel like if you just got a driver fitted for you rather than just. I, I feel mean, like, I my, feel dri- like my driver has been fitted for me, but I need to four degree bad boy. I need to adjust. I need to adjust the way it lies. In my at profe- the moment, in my professional opinion, Liam's drives are too spinny. That's, yeah, that's why the ball goes so high because it'll take off at a normal trajectory, and then they balloon. And they just go straight up yeah. in the air. And as soon as they start to cut, even yeah. more side spin, back spin on it. It, it just literally drops goes like a. Like 80 metres. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You'll hit it and go, that's gone 400 metres, and then you'll, oh, it's actually... <laughs> it's actually only 280. Yeah, because yeah, the other 120 has gone up. Yeah. Yeah, so I got fitted by a young man at uh, Drum and Golf. So, and... and the re- Not Doug. Not no, Doug. it wasn't Doug. Doug wasn't there. And the reason, the reason I thought it was hilarious is because all the other golf pros at Drum and Golf were giving him... Crap about shooting an eighty-seven the day before. Wow. Never, okay. never shot an eighty-seven. Yeah, I thought to myself, well, I'd be haven't shot under hundred. So. with an eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, he he set my driver up for me. But at the uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see if I went back in now with an improved swing, what whether whether I would pick the same driver mm. and whether the settings would be the same. Because I, I, I definitely agree at the moment the settings are not right. The, the driver sits up a little bit too much and it's probably got a little bit too much loft. So I probably need to loft it down and have it sit a little bit flatter. Should that be something that we, we go and do? Mm. Like Group fitting. Group fitting, go in and see Doug. Mm. Do we and just do the three people fit the other person? Is that how we're doing this? I Leave it to the <laughs> be nice to golf get, professional. Maybe get a professional to do it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the equipment a little bit, but I think my thing is rotation in my upper body. So I, I need to be able to clear, and with my hips, so I need to be able to clear room on the inside to make to keep the club to the inside. So I stop going over the top. So over the over my right shoulder and cutting across the ball. So if I can get more rotation in my hips and more rotation with my upper back, that will create the room I need to hit the ball straight consistently. Because there are times when I'm up on the tee and I'm like, okay, like I really need to rotate up here and lead with my hips and I do it and generally the ball flies relatively straight. But then there are other times where I just get up there and swing and that's generally when the ball goes out to the right. as you swing through. Yeah, you can hear the... Um, so yeah, that, that's, I think, but, and I think that's probably my problem holistically, um, is that I don't rotate enough. So if I can get that rotation right, yeah, who knows how many strokes I can take off that hand. How are you going to do it though? Maybe I'll call Jan Lake too. No, I've shotgunned. (laughs) Yeah. I'm willing, I'm willing to share Doug. Ooh. But uh, but not Jan. I don't think I'm willing to share Jan. Okay. What what about what about Dave? The two of you used Dave. Uh, actually, this is yeah. What's I'm, going on there? I don't know. I think well, we're gonna have to rock today. Paper, I'm, I'm gonna have Dave. a mm. chat with Dave. No, I'm gonna like, have to stop going. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'll just have a chat with him and be like, you can't, like you can't. This is private. This is confidentiality. You mm. can't. Oh, so putting up a mm. putting up a Chinese wall Chinese between the two of you. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't bang on about each other's. So what's everyone, is everyone thinking lessons to try and get this thing down? No. Nah. Yeah, I, I could guarantee everything about Jimbo is going to be YouTube video okay. taught. Yep. Um, right. what, what, so what are your plans? Well, so I, I mean, I'm going to work on my flexibility. 
So my partner practices yoga every day uh, and Pilates. So I'll probably jump in on like one of those. We're talking fi- like should YouTube. fix one my of problem. Those in six yeah, should fix my problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking YouTube yoga? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a combination of YouTube yoga. A couple of her friends are instructors. Um, so I'll probably do a bit of that. I think I do need some lessons. I know you, Dan's not real happy with the way I grip the club. That's true. Uh, I take a very strong grip. I, I don't think anyone's ever taken a stronger grip than me <laughs> on the club. Uh, but it seems to help keep the face closed. So I'm, I'm okay with it. But I think I do, yeah, definitely do need to go see uh, a professional mm. and get them to just give me some some stuff that's going to help me be a little bit more consistent. Because as we said, there, there are holes. You know, I had a hole the other day where I smoked my drive, had like a nice little half swing in, put it with a pitching wedge, put it to three feet and knocked the putt in. So it's basically a professional golfer for three shots. Mm. And then I have other holes where I hit an 11. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you, Jimbo? So you're going all, all in on YouTube? No, nah, no. Nah, YouTube's all mountain bike videos these days. Okay. Um, Shout out Matt Jones. Yeah, hey shout out Matt Jones, my boy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got the one links coming. So, I mean, I'm probably going to be professional in about a week after I get those. Yep, okay. Um, yeah, pitch and putt. Probably just a lot of simulator. A little bit of range. So I, just all self-taught. Yeah. yeah that's I respect gonna, that. It's going to go about as well as I hope it does. Yeah. Pitch, pitching pads are, I think, feel like it's an underrated yeah. little arrangement. I just, I just don't believe in paying people to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I already know. Okay. Why don't you fix? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just fix it. It's all right. You got six months. I haven't fixed it because I've been trying to keep my handicap up for this competition. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Very cool. Is it, do you think that there will be a change in the scores going from summer to winter? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting thought because I actually think I was playing better golf in the winter than I am now in the summer. I don't do well with the heat. I'm, like a, I'm 120 like kilos. Hair. Probably, and you've got probably 100 quite. shaved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100 shaved. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't do well in the heat, I guess. There, there's been a couple of rounds where I've got to like the 12th hole and be like, I want to go home. It's yeah. 36 degrees. I was there and one of those days. Got to agree. 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm sweating bullets. And I guess it, because of COVID too, there were no, like you couldn't fill up your water bottle. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah. So I needed, you know, I needed a six litre water bottle to get me through a round of 18 holes. But I guess the the cold is no good for my back. Mm. Vicious cycle. Yeah. So it's a tough one for me because I like, We've, we've all only really been playing for what, a year. Mm. So I was so bad when we were playing last winter. Yeah, because like, we were just golf, getting started. Just getting started. It's tough to tell. Yeah. But I've, I've certainly gotten better over the last probably two months, I would say. Yeah, mm. yeah you, 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 definitely you won't hear me say this a lot, but you've, you have improved yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, you've, you've actually become somewhat broken. respectable on a golf course. Oh. Well, that's yeah. And that's the this nicest thing I've ever going to say. This is good from you. Nice. I guess you have to say that because I beat you. And it's recorded. So. Yeah. <laughs> beat, beat me? Um, well, okay, what? I'm beating you. We're mid-competition, mate. So, okay. These two guys are in the middle of a, uh, a match play. Uh, so they've, they're not using their handicaps, straight up stroke. And currently, Dan is two up with nine to play. Yeah. 
Which When's the next nine? Well, it keeps getting kept postponed, well, and I'm not I'm not going to blame it on anybody, but somebody keeps falling off his bike going down a mountain. Yeah, we were playing the other day, but then after I think it was two holes, I mercy quit because I actually couldn't I couldn't hold a club with my left hand. Yeah. Yeah, it was no good. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, does that person's name is Ryan Schmeim Yeah. <laughs> yep, was me. So I let him off the hook on that one. That's actually one of the nicest things you've ever done. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, probably preface it by the fact that we had a two-day competition. Dan didn't turn up for the second day because there's a little bit of water about. It was raining, so I didn't and, go. And our boy Dave said he if he doesn't turn up, he forfeits the back nine and loses. But well, I guess he would I, say that until he realised you're never going to get lessons and not pay him. So. Yeah, and not pay him a membership, so... <laughs> I Let's mean, let Twitter decide. Money talks. <laughs> so I, I mean, those are the I guess those are the stakes for the winner. There's there's some vouchers on the line, but I think the interesting um, the the most interesting thing about this bet is uh, the punishments for the losers or the loser uh, if you lose both. So the big one, the handicap one, uh, the 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 loser. We'll need to play a competition round in a matching uh, polo shirt and skort ensemble. Love that. I'm assuming this is chosen by the other three. Yeah. Colour scheme. And, and yeah. for our listeners, I know you're thinking, oh, that doesn't seem fair. Like, Erin's a female. She, she'd wear skort. No. <laughs> she's, not a, she's not a skort fan. Not a skort wearing, wearing kind of person. Yep. Okay. Would you, would you be more <laughs> against skorts than the three of us? It's not that I'm against them, but I just I feel like a little bit... Vulnerable. What happens if it's windy and the like? I, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you get the score tight enough that the wind's not gonna. That's true. Oh, a booty score. But then I just feel restricted. So I would spent eighteen years playing volleyball in bike shorts. Yeah. So now my clothing is loose because I feel like I've been punished enough. You've been restricted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been. Yeah. Thank you. Good mm. And ethyl and barrel that you play with every Tuesday. That, I don't know if they'd like the tight scores. No, there's a few score wearers. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. And I you know, competition round. So my my view on that is that that's not a seven AM tee off, that's an eleven AM tee off. Is that's, that that's prime tea time. Does that person have to play singly with another group or are they playing with the other three? Oh. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Maybe it should be a double. Maybe it should be a double. So as in Whoever loses and someone plays and then the other two are in the uh, group in front or behind. Oh, so still okay. Yeah. Everyone can enjoy. So may- it. maybe the the winner gets to play with the loser and enjoy Ooh. the front Ooh. row seat. Ooh, yeah, well okay. Done. And then th- two and three play in the next group. Yep. So we all get to yeah we all get to experience the fun, but it's slightly more. Uh, it's slightly more serious for the loser because they're playing with two people they don't know. And yes. you have to try and find somebody else to play with, total random, with a handicap of 45 plus. Like a, <laughs> like a Joe or a Bob? Or so a... it takes you hours to get around the course. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing we hate, like, well, yeah, we're all rubbish at golf, 20, 20 something handicappers, but we play pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Which is perhaps why our golf doesn't go as well sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I just. On that, I don't feel like, so I started playing, I got my clubs end of July. Yeah. So that's, how Seven months ago. So seven months. So we haven't really been playing for. Yeah. Very long, yeah. It hasn't been 12 months. And to get, so I think I started with a handicap of 41 Mm. or 42. Yeah, I started at 38. Mm. So you really haven't improved that much. (laughs) 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> mm. 
So yeah, so we haven't. We've. I think you guys maybe started in maybe April. Yeah, we, yeah, we were maybe, a, lockdown. maybe a month or two. Maybe May? Yeah. yeah I feel like it was May because we were in lockdown until, what, May? Yeah. June, and then we started playing pretty and then much we, straight away. Yeah, and then we were all sort of not... We weren't working a full a full time, so we were all on sort of like two days a week, three days a week. So we were basically exclusively on those off days playing golf. But I say my golf journey started when I got clubs that actually fit me. Yeah. Like because till then I was I looked like I was wearing uh, using some junior clubs. junior Brosnans. Mm. Yeah, it was no good <laughs> from nineteen eighty seven. So I feel like that needs to be put into perspective. Like, yep, yeah, yep, our handicaps are mid twenties ish. Yep. But I've been playing for seven months. You've been playing for eight or nine. Yeah. And same. So yeah. mm. while we are hard on ourselves, I feel like that needs to be put into this. perspective. Yeah. Like we yeah. have we dropped our handicaps quite a bit in a short period of time. Yeah. Except Dan. Yep, so snaps to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then the the loser of the long longest drive uh, competition, and I'm excited about this one, has to stand in the middle of Yuani's driving range with whatever protective equipment on that they would like to wear, uh, while the other three players launch five shots each at them at a distance of about two hundred meters. So it's, you know, you're going to have to strike one to hit him, but will, it'll be will, worth it. Will Dan be able to get out of the way? Will he be able to move or he's got to stay still? <laughs> he's you got to stand still. Okay, you got to stand still, Dan. Yeah, no, no drama. Six mate. foot seven, it's a big target. Yeah. Mm. Well, 200 metres away, I'll be fine for James because there's no way in the world he can hit any of his clubs that far. <laughs> sandwich? <laughs> if, I, if I thin a sandwich, I'm a chance. James thinks he hits his sandwich 120 metres. No, he's wrong. He hit it one time. <laughs> can you walk up? I feel like we're getting all our topics out. We won't have much to talk about in any other podcast. But can you walk up to your bag and be all like, and be like, okay, I'm 130 meters out. I'm going to use my pedal foot. Yeah, a sub, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, how do you choose clubs? So, 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 I'm going to get my 120 meter club. Oh no, I'm uphill. I'll get my 100. Yeah. So I um I had a rough idea of how of how far I hit each club. I never did a gapping session or anything like that, which I think is something that's worth doing. But I, so I got given the, the Arcos uh, caddy app, which has little sensors that you put on the end of, of your club. So it automatically tracks each time you use that club. So, and then it, it measures the distance based on how far you walk from shot to shot. So now like on my watch, um, when I play, if I turn it into so it's got two modes. It's got like practice mode, which gives you like elevation, wind, all that sort of stuff. And it's got competition mode, which just gives you the distance. So, you know, if I'm if if I'm 120 odd out from the hole now, I know that I can, it, it'll say, oh, you know, your, your pitching wedge, you average 127. So take a little bit off a pitching wedge. Um, so I think, I think for amateur golfers, Apps like that really help, and that I guess the Arcos is different as well. Is that it? It um, so if you you know for my driver for example, I've hit I've hit drives over three hundred meters before, um, you know downhill, wind behind me, whatever. It actually discounts that drive because it's like well, that's way 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 longer than than your normal range, and then it also chops off the bottom of the range as well. The hosel shanks <laughs> into the bush. Yeah, exactly. So it chops off, yeah, the the hosel shank. So it kind of finds a 
a middle a middle distance and then it gives you like a smart range so it's like yeah yeah so at the moment the average with the driver is 237 or 235 but it'll give me a range so it's like you generally average between 220 and 250 okay. something like that um so for amateur golfers i think technology like that is really helpful because then you don't have to you know you you don't have to go out and do a gapping session or like go out to a you know an oval or a, a driving range and walk it out and go oh, well, I've hit 10 balls and it's roughly it, it and it, and it's it, it it's smart in that you know so if you use a club 150 times you've got a, obviously a big a big data sample for it to give you that average whereas if you're just hitting 10 balls like how many of us have gone to the driving range and pulled out the four iron and hit one good four iron and the other nine are terrible so it kind of, it kind of, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. If so I was it, to have a four iron, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of takes that, um, I guess that guessing game, guessing out of the game. So I just look down at my watch and go, okay, I'm hitting a fifty degree, I'm hitting a four iron, I'm hitting a two iron, whatever. Um, so I'm interested in the origins of this question now. So like you, you walk <laughs> up to the ball, you're 150 out, you just go. Eh. Well, so no, I don't get. But I was just <laughs> like, so I, I played um, at Royal Canberra Thursday, horrible. Um, mm. But the lady that I was playing with was, she could she pick her club within like 10 metres. So she'd be like, oh. Just, it, just my... off the top of her head? Like yeah, she so she's like, it? oh, do I want my, because she had a range finder. Yep. Mm. So okay. she. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so she'd be like, okay, well. Do I want my hundred club or do I want my hundred and ten because it's slightly uphill? Yeah. But she all her clubs were within, like she sort of had a ten meter. So I, but yeah, I can. Well, I mean, I feel like most of the time I'm. It's between when I'm between one hundred and twenty, and say eighty. That's my annoying area because yep. I don't like full swinging on the pitching wedge. Yeah, I don't, I don't like full swinging on the pitching wedge, but like one hundred and twenty is perfect. Yeah. Like a nice swing on a nine iron. Yep. But. Well, and I think like that, I think that's a, like that's a challenge. Like I don't really like taking anything off a swing. I prefer to just swing away. Cause I like, and you mentioned this earlier, Dan, like my tendency is when I have to finesse something, I decelerate at the bottom of the swing and the ball goes six meters. Mm. So I, so the app helps me because it's like, well, so even if the pins at the front, it's like, if I aim for the middle, I can take a full swing and just hope it hit, hits the middle. Like I'm not, I'm not that consistent, so it generally misses right or misses left anyway. But um, yeah, I'm completely reliant on that app. Okay. Like without without that at the moment, I couldn't really like I can I can rattle off some of the distances, but not all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's the hard thing about playing at a new course too. Like if you aren't using an app and you just kind of play by feel, if you play it a course enough, you go, oh, well, last time I was in this spot, I hit a seven iron, I hit it over the back, so I'll take an eight. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a new course, you're like, well, Who's gonna like, win? yeah. And, and you're reliant on the, you know, the the, the yardage po- or the meterage posts around the course. And often it's not clear whether that's to the front of the green, to the back of the green, to the middle or whatever. Yeah. No, I'm pretty good, I know. How far I hit my clubs? <laughs> not, not very far. Yeah. Well, that's assuming I actually hit the ball properly, but like I, I think I know my yardy or my meters pretty well. Mm. Okay. All right. So, uh, look, I think that's probably enough for 
the first Blame It on the Bogey podcast. I have one more question. Oh, okay. Far Last away. One. Do we have to disclose <laughs> how much money we spent? No. In the six months. I think keep a private record of it. And if... If, if we want to see it on the podcast, <laughs> we do. If we don't, that's okay too. If it comes up, it comes up. I mean, I'm going to spend zero dollars, so... I mean, look... But that's like driving range. That's 20, 20 bucks. Yeah. That's spending money. Just pick up some balls. Go back and hit them. I mean, so... A table like, talk about it <laughs> like, I know at some point in the next six months, probably around tax time, that I'm going to get an iron fitting and get that done. From Doug from Drummond? From Doug Hogan at Drummond Golf in Fishwick. Perfect. After uh, a nice sunbeam, mate. Because <laughs> at the moment, I'm playing... I'm playing with a set of clubs that I believe are an inch over standard or maybe half an inch over standard, which is not ideal. Um, and they're from about 2012. They're Nike. So that, I mean, that dates them because Nike doesn't make clubs anymore. Right. Um, and then a friend of ours was nice enough to give me his 7-iron, which is a tailor-made P790. And I hit that thing like... 20 to 30 metres further than my current 7-iron. So I realise I'm missing a lot of distance and probably, you know, some spin and stuff as well by using clubs from 2012. Welcome to the Silver Cats, mate. <laughs> but, you know, maybe I back myself and to win both of these vouchers. And that, and that brings and that brings the, uh, with the old clubs, and that brings the cost of my new clubs down significantly. So the stakes are pretty high for me. Yeah, wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind playing in a squat. I do that for fun. Yeah, but doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. So look, thank you for listening to Blame It on the Bogey. We will put up our first video content uh, over the next week. That'll be our first uh, driving contest or driving... Uh, I guess driving floor, driving standard. Uh, and then, you know, we'll look to have a couple of, uh, you know, we've mentioned Dave from Iwani. We'll see if we can get get him on the podcast. Maybe oh, Dave. Maybe to talk about, you know, maybe, yeah, we go get fitted with him and he can tell us about our perfect bag. Uh, and we'll also, yeah, get Doug, Doug Hogan from Drummond on, do the same. You know, maybe he yeah, has, Doug. maybe he has a look at our swings and tells us. His, th his <laughs> thoughts on what's going wrong with them. So thank you to the three of you. And hey, thanks uh, for having us in this glorious studio. Yeah. And go fuck yourselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Game on moles. Yeah. I'm winning that $800. I'm winning those $800. Yeah, enjoy losing, Dan. <laughs> all right. We'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks with an update on all things handicap and driving distance.
Thank you.